welcome back to the Out To Be podcast. On this week's episode, I thought that I would take some clips from a few TikTok lives I've done recently, answering the community's questions and compile it into a compilation episode. It is a very thorough episode. We cover a lot of awesome related but separate topics about creating your personal brand, um, how to know how much is too much to share, uh, how to figure out your ideal fan base and why that's important, if you should have two accounts or one. Um, and we also talk about the artist archetypes from the artist brand DNA quiz, which by the way, you can take at katiezacardi.com quiz if you haven't taken it already. And we talk about how to create content if you're a certain archetype and the, different between, the difference between a couple of the archetypes. So it is a really fun episode. It's a little bit more informal. The audio is not as crisp because it's pulled from a live. And um, since I am answering this live and it's not an edited podcast, there are a couple more ums and buts. Tried to clean it up as much as possible, but um, it's a little bit more informal. It's going to sound like I'm talking right to you and like I'm having a conversation with you. And it's because I was having a conversation with everyone on TikTok Live. So this will be a really nice episode and let me know what questions you have and be sure to tune in to TikTok lives that I've been doing. I'm trying to go live every day lately. So it might not happen every day, but generally I try to get on in the afternoons and go live for like 30 to uh, 60 minutes and just answer questions. So feel free to follow me on TikTok at katie.zaccardi and make sure that you tune in for a live and ask your questions there so that you can get your questions answered live and you don't have to wait for a podcast (laughs) either to hear the answers to all of the questions that you have about branding, social media, growing your music business, and more. So without any further ado, let's dive into today's episode. What is the most important thing in advertisement? Persona versus song advertising. What people see in you. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not quite understanding the question, but I'm going to try to answer it. Essentially, persona versus song advertising. So like you want to be building a personal brand up in general. You're going to go through different phases in in your career. You're not always going to be promoting music, like actively promoting music, but you will. You'll have phases where you're releasing a single or an album. And so you're going to be doing that. So kind of like aside from your music promo, you should be working on creating your personal brand. The strategy that I use with my clients to create their brand is four parts. The first part is figuring out their brand story. The second part is figuring out their artist archetype, which is the quiz, your brand DNA. Figure that out. The third is your brand pillars. And then the fourth is your visual brand. A lot of people go straight to visual brand, but your brand is so much more than just your visuals. You have to know who you are, like what your mission is and what you're here to say. So that's what the rest of the brand system helps you do. So that's what I would focus on first and foremost. That's what you might call your persona. It's how you're going to show up. It's going to dictate kind of the content that you create. It's going to inform what you want to say, what you want to talk about on your platform. And of course your music is related to that because you're going to pull from topics that are important to you and topics that you write songs about. Cause of course, like what you're writing songs about and what you're experiencing, things like that are going to heavily influence what your brand is and whatnot. So that is, um, that's like the biggest thing that I would focus on. And then when you are promoting a song specifically, actually, let me say one more thing with that. So by using your personal brand, this is going to help you create content in general on a day-to-day basis. You should not be creating promo content all the time, exclusively only 
like you should only be creating promo content um, when you're during a doing when you are in a promotional period, like promoting a single and whatnot, or um, sprinkled in. So like if you have music out, you can definitely promote that music or like soft promo it by um, having it be a part of your content or like kind of just like sprinkling it in, but not having every post be like, go listen to my song. Cause that people are not gonna, you're not gonna build a fan base by doing that. So then when it does come to doing promo, that's where you want to really think about what it is that you are promoting. Now it's gonna look different. I teach people how to launch Patreons. That looks a lot different than, um, not a lot different, but the strategy that you're gonna approach it is gonna be different than like releasing a single. What I usually recommend if you're doing a single or an album is like figure out what the themes are in that piece of art. What are you talking about? What's the vibe lyrically? What's the vibe musically? What inspired it? Like who's going to resonate with it? And then I work with my clients to build content out around that. So uh, let's say that it's about a breakup and it's like our early 2000s anthem type vibe like rom-com about a breakup, like you're gonna be targeting like millennials who just went through a breakup and need an anthem and like create content around that. So you'll do storytelling around that. You might, you know, it depends that of course, then the content that you create is gonna depend on like how you like to create content. You might do skits, you might try to create some trends, you might do storytelling, you might do all of that. It just kind of depends on how you like to create content. Um, but yeah, that's like the crash course on personal brand versus promoing a song and how I would go about kind of brainstorming for both of those. So hope that answered your question and helped. Um, let me know if you guys have any follow-up questions or anything uh, that you want to say. Tips for good jazz branding. It's it, same as what I just said. <laughs> your genre is going to inform somewhat your brand, but like creating a personal brand doesn't really have much to do with your genre. Again, like jazz, jazz uh, artists, musicians, singers, you might be singing about specific topics. And of course, like part of your ideal audience is like you're serving people who like jazz music. Obviously, you're going to serve people who like the genre of music that you play. But again, like I'm not as concerned about the genre, but rather more concerned about what, who are you? Who are you? Literally, who are you? <laughs> What do you write music about? What do you sing about? Even if it's not original music, what do you sing about? What is the vibe that you want people to feel in your presence? What energy do you want people to feel? What takeaway do you want people to feel after they've been to a show with you? What do you want to talk about on your platforms? That is the stuff that I want you to think about. And um, of course, the, ja the jazz genre, it might influence all of that for sure but it's not about oh you're a jazz artist well here's how we're gonna like market your jazziness no we're figuring out how do we make people connect with you so think about you think about what makes you you think about again those kind of like topics um that you really want to tap into what's the line between sharing and oversharing what's too much info to share i mean this is very personal, I think. Like, you have to figure out where that line is for you. I'm, there's some people on this app, musicians or not, who might talk about, like, their sex lives or, like, you know, their health journey or um, even, like, stuff where it's, like, redoing their house. Like, some people might see that all as, like, way too personal. Some people are open books and they don't mind sharing all of that. So I really think that it's a personal 
line. Now, the one thing, the one piece piece of advice that I do give is that generally I don't, I think it's important to not share things while you're like in the thick of it. But I, I want to like elaborate and clarify because I like, I do think that it's okay if you share something while you're going through it, but, um, opening up your phone and recording yourself just like, you know, completely like distraught and destroyed, (laughs) like, Sometimes that can be a little oversharing, but you know what? I, again, as I'm saying this, I feel like sometimes people, people on this app still do it. So that's again, it's completely personal. It's completely personal. In my opinion, I feel like a lot of times when people ask that question or when people worry about it, um, it's because they don't feel comfortable doing that, but they feel like maybe they have to. And so I guess just let this be your permission that like you don't have to show up during the chaos like you can show up after with the lessons or the thoughts or the stories but give yourself privacy like you don't have to share everything um you don't have to show up when you don't feel like it you don't have to show up when um you know what I mean like you don't have to like exploit yourself of like oh I'm going through this tough thing well let me like open my camera while I'm like hysterically crying and talk about it if that feels good for you then sure do it but if it doesn't like don't don't you know what i mean so yeah i prefer to like do a little bit of processing before i share on those things um just so that i'm not posting extremely reactively even if i might record something i'll wait to post it to make sure that i'm not posting it in a reactive way um now again this doesn't mean like i think that there are it's important to be vulnerable and show emotions so like It's not to say like, don't ever do that. It's just again about finding that personal line for you of what you feel like is sharing and oversharing. And maybe just, that's where I think the branding also comes in handy because sometimes it feels like, okay, if we want our audience to connect with us, that means I have to just like share everything about me and talk about everything that's going on. And that's how they'll like feel like they know me. When that's not actually true, you but when you are really clear about what you do share and you talk about that over and over again and you are genuine and you are vulnerable about those things your audience is still going to feel incredibly connected with you but they don't know everything you know what i mean it's like they don't know you personally they don't know they don't know like every detail about your life and they don't have to to have that relationship so when you start to get clear get clear on what your brand archetype is right like figure out what is the vibe what am i talking about what you know what am i leading with what's my mission how do i best connect with my audience and provide value and then figure out from there your brand pillars which is like the top three to five things that you talk about and if you're on tiktok like your tiktok series is which will be informed by your brand pillars so uh lost my train of thought okay so once you have your brand pillars like that will give you a ton of content and you can get kind of as personal as you want with those things, but it's focused, right? Like it's focused, it's clear, it's not going into like a million different directions. And you might also just sit down with yourself and ask like, how much am I willing to share here? Like where, you know, on the line of like zero to a hundred, 
like what am I willing to share and just have boundaries within yourself and also share those boundaries with your audience if you need to just um so that you're all on the same page and that you don't ever feel pressure to talk about something that you're not comfortable talking about or show up in a way that you're not comfortable a little bit of a long answer to your question but um it is a it is important to have your own boundaries and checking with yourself, right? Like no one else can say what is too personal or what isn't personal enough. It's all about you. What are some ways to show up as the intellectual? Do you mean inspiration? There is not an intellectual. Although that does sound, that is a good thing. <laughs> but inspirational archetype, okay. I love the inspirations. They're so inspiring. How do you take the quiz? Go to katiezacardi.com slash quiz. Uh, it's also in my profile. So if you go the place where those things are and then you click on it, you can take it there. You meant inspirational, okay. So the inspirational archetype, the main thing for inspirations, right, is that they are, well, inspiring <laughs> we named we named them pretty pretty to the pretty on point for what they are so your like mission what you do is largely to help your audience um feel like they're not alone um you know know that they can get through things when it's tough and also just kind of like be positive like i was just watching lizzo on snl yesterday and she's classic inspiration and um I don't know if any of you guys watched it. It was pretty funny. She had a, she did a sketch, like a short with the new guys. They're like a new trio. Let me see what their name is. Um, but they did a very funny skit. Um, and it was basically about how she's like, I don't have, I'm supposed to perform two songs and I don't have them. Like, I need you guys to write me a song. And they were like, we can't write you a song. And then they, they start like brainstorming ideas and she's basically like, I write like, I write like inspiring songs for women. Like this is not uh, like, I can't write a song about what, whatever it was. Anyway, I'm doing a bad job describing this. You should go watch the skit. It was very funny. Um, but I love that she described that. Like she was like, I write empowering music for women. Um, I think she said black women specifically, but I don't want to misspeak. But she was like, I like I'm writing bangers like about this, and so it's like she really clearly knew her brand. And when you think of Lizzo, like you think of these songs, right? Like, um, you know, first thing that most of us I think knew from her was like, I do my hair toss, check my nails, feeling good as hell. Like, it is it is inspirational. It is anyway. I'm going on right now, but like, <laughs> she's a great example of it. So how do you show up as this archetype? Well, that's all personal to you, right? So I would figure out like what your tone is, what your vibe is. And now that you know that you're the inspiration, start to fine tune and clarify within that. So there's a lot of different things that can fall under the inspiration thing, right? It could be like Lizzo, where it's like positivity, feeling yourself, like all these kinds of things, confidence. Um, maybe you write more spiritual music and you're like kind of doing like sound baths and getting people to like, you know, open up spiritually and connect with themselves and whatever and their higher selves. Um, maybe you write a lot about like community or following your dreams, right? Or being yourself, being unapologetically you, right? So there's like a million, there's a bunch of different things that kind of fall into that. So you're gonna really start to think about what is it that you specifically write about underneath this umbrella. 
And those can be your brand pillars. So I always recommend three to five brand pillars. So let's say that your brand pillars are, um, and how you're gonna figure this out again is thinking about what you literally write about, what you stand for, and what you want and like to talk about on your platform. So it can be um, unapologetically following your dreams is one. Uh, it could be uh, being like confidently you or like, you know, growing your confidence. It could be um, like having a self-care practice. So like, let's just say that those are three things that you talk about. Well, cool. So now you have that. Now you also want to figure out what your, your tone is. So as the inspiration, you're going to be inspiring people. Now you can be really funny and upbeat. You could be a little bit more gentle and like a little bit more loving and, and peaceful or whatever it is. This is really just more for you to know, like, and feel really confident and secure in how you want to present yourself and how you want to kind of show up. So we're going to take the topics. We're going to take your kind of superpower of your tone and how you want to show up. And then we're going to put that into actual content. Um, and the content part of it, of course, depends on like how you like to show up and how you like to create videos. Um, but basically talking about those things. So what did we, what, what did we say? Some examples might be following your dreams, right? So maybe you talk about, you do some get ready with me videos where you talk about, um, your journey following your dreams as an artist. And it's not just about like the artist stuff. So remember, we don't want to be creating just content for other musicians, but you could create some content where you kind of like talk about how it feels or like an opportunity that you have and why you're excited or the highs and the lows of following your dreams, the days that it's hard, the days that it's really exciting. And yes, you being an artist, that is the vehicle that that is happening. But what you'll talk about and how you'll say it is going to apply to everyone and inspire them to follow their dreams, no matter what their dreams are, right? Let's say it's self-care was the other one. So maybe you do some videos where you show your self-care routine or you kind of like talk about books or, or meditations or other things that kind of have helped you and things like that. So um, that was a lot. <laughs> Let me know if that kind of helped uh, and helped you kind of figure out how an inspiration might show up. Something that someone like Lizzo, like she, I think does it in a super forward way where she's like, twerking and she's kind of just like embracing these things about um herself that really give her confidence right and and make her feel um herself and really special and empowered and things like that um obviously she's a bigger artist so like i stray away from giving too many examples from people who are already really established because they honestly have the luxury to not have to um do like be as specific or like build the foundation that some indie artists have to like she doesn't have to do too much of this because she already has the fan base but when you're building and connecting a fan base this is really important because it's going to allow you to again get clear on like what you want to be known for what you want to talk about and how people are going to connect with you okay what would i say is the main difference between the inspiration and the observer just like we talked about, the inspiration archetype is kind of focused on those things like empathy, community, positivity, connection, like these um, these pillars of inspiring positivity, confidence, like those kinds of vibes. The observer is gonna be is gonna be a lot more. Um, 
a lot more focused on storytelling. Now, most artists do storytelling, so that can be a little misleading when you hear that right off the bat. But observers are essentially people who are like watching life and then kind of like reporting back. So they might be, it might, might be doing this with their own life. Um, I'll give you an example of why I feel like I'm an observer right now. And that's because I am at a point in my life where I just moved. I'm like exploring new relationships and new friendships. I'm going through this point in my life where I'm like remembering how hard it is to make friends and like in a new city. And so what a lot of the stuff that I've been writing about and a lot of the stuff that I want to talk about um, revolves around these concepts. And so it's kind of just like the human experience concepts, right? Again, obviously, technically everything has to do with the human experience. (laughs) But I think you know what I mean when I say that it's kind of about like really thinking, being like really introspective, but also um, introspective, reflective, and like kind of reporting back through song, how you feel about something, telling stories about something in this sort of like growing up, getting older, experiencing like the ups and downs of life type of way. Another way that observers can um, present is in very much like a storyteller of other people's stories. So, you know, there are a lot of artists out there who, I think of Casey Musgraves in her first or second album where she was doing a lot of sort of like, you know, what's that song, Merry-Go-Round, where it's very like, okay, this is like commentary on like, our culture of the South and you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, where, um, you're kind of like, she's kind of like reporting back, like, this is how it goes down, or this is the story of a person, or this is a story of like a community or of like our culture and like how we kind of do things. So they've got a lot of discernment. Like they're super thoughtful. They're really kind of like critical, like I said, very reflective, um, honest. (laughs) We got that. And, um, also empathic, like they, they have the ability to kind of like really feel what people are feeling and like, you know, kind of get, get that vibe from people and from themselves, um, to kind of report back. So like for me, I, I keep thinking about this. I keep thinking about starting another account for my music, <laughs> but, but the thing is that like, I am not ready. Like I do not, I'm not ready to actually share my music. I just want to start talking about this stuff. <laughs> but like, if I were to have a, an account just for my music, Um, I would probably, my music reflects this, like in the music I've been writing, it's been a lot of themes of like friend breakups and making new friends and being in a new city and being alone and growing up and thinking about childhood and like all of those kinds of things. And what I would probably talk about or how I would show up is by sharing, um, things that I'm doing in a new city. Like, you know, like I've just moved to Nashville, so I'd probably do something like exploring Nashville by myself (laughs) or like something like that right um I would probably do like um face to camera or like get ready with me or like some type of video like that where I'm talking about um kind of just like storytelling but really just talking about my emotions of like things they don't tell you about growing up or moving or whatever it is and kind of just reflecting on like thoughts or epiphanies that I'm having around um around uh that the things that I'm experiencing really which sounds kind of broad but I you know (laughs) like I'm describing it very broad because I'm just 
pulling this out of my butt right now. Um, but I hope that I'm, I'm being articulate enough and you guys can kind of understand what I mean there. Um, also, I really want to do this. I really want to do a series that's like getting hot. <laughs> Which is like, it's funny because it's like, is that Observer? I don't know. Any, you know, it's all about what you make of it, right? So like I, since I moved to Nashville, I was like, um, <laughs> I don't feel hot here. So I'm like on a mission to like get hot. So it's part of me growing up, like, ex you know what I mean? Experiencing this, like I talk about the differences, culture shocks of moving here versus New York, like stuff like that. So again, you know, some people might, I would probably present it in more of like a fun, upbeat way. Cause that's my personality. Some people might be a little bit more, um, like poetic or I feel like a lot of, um, folk artists where it's a little bit more like serious and somber and nostalgic and like a little bit of a heavier tone or or really thoughtful and like I'm thinking of that one guy who he's not a musician even but he gives me observer vibes um he's like a I don't know he's like an adult he's like a dad I think and he kind of has long hair and he like I, I forget his name, but he talks about this. He kind of just like talks about like society and people and whatever, um, storytelling and yada, yada. So yeah, so that's the difference between them. Um, there are actually quite different archetypes. And if you feel like you resonate with both, like I said, maybe you are a main type and a subtype, but, um, but all in all, um, the two are pretty different and, um, observers are there to kind of talk about either their own experience or like really reflect on other people's experiences and inspirations. Yes, you might be sharing your experience as you're inspiring, but there's a really core message there. I feel like the observer mess, the observer like message is more of um, learning like and reflecting on the journey of life. Whereas the inspiration message is like to inspire people. Like it's like you are actively trying to inspire people to like be themselves be confident you know take action like that kind of stuff um yeah well even if you're not ready to share it like knowing your archetype is a good starting point because you can start to create and brainstorm how you want to show up and then once you're ready you can start posting and feel really confident about it instead of just like throwing spaghetti at the wall um i encourage you to start before you're ready i uh, the only reason i'm holding back is because i like fully run a business and we have a very big launch coming up right now and I don't know if or when I'll be able to get into the studio or if I even plan on it so I just don't want to uh I just don't want to start something and then like kind of abandon it like I don't know if I want to run two accounts right now so I kind of keep procrastinating um and I've got my work cut out with me as we approach the launch for the course and like there's a lot going on so I keep kind of delaying it but we'll see. I just made a post about this today, actually. So when I hop off, go watch that video and I please comment your thoughts <laughs> because I definitely, I also don't know if I should just do it on this account or not. Um, we'll see. I'm, I keep going back and forth because a lot of those things that I just talked about are things that I want to talk about more, but I just don't know if I want to bring it to this account because I feel like that could end up just being like a little, like, two different audiences. You know what I mean? Like the people who follow me here are 
musicians, but that audience of those topics that I was talking about go far beyond musician content, right? It goes it goes to a general group of people. And this is about knowing your audience. This is about knowing your audience, guys. So like my audience here is so specific. It's like indie musicians. <laughs> like that's it. My audience uh for people who would potentially be my audience in this new platform. Yes, there are of course people who like the type of music that I write in terms of genre, but really more than that, they're the type of people who are probably also like young, like people in their 20s, like probably like young women in their 20s more than anything, but it's also just like people, could be men, um, non-binary folks, like could be anyone who's in their mid 20s-ish or even like 30s-ish. Um, and is figuring out themselves and like is just moved or is in a new place or wants to explore themselves like kind of like that kind of um vibe like that's who my ideal fan would be for that platform that's who my ideal audience would be for for that um, message which is why i think i would start a separate account and then just kind of grow that as my own personal brand and my own music account and then this would be the coaching focused account for um for specifically my musicians and like my music coaching content and stuff like that so i go back and forth talking it out now really makes me want to just go full force with a separate account um <laughs> but we will see i'm not sure so um and i i need to like have patience like I said, don't want to start before I'm not before I'm ready. So we'll see. Um, but I hope that that kind of makes sense in terms of like one account versus two and why knowing your audience is really important. Because if I just started talking about all of this here, but then I also um, I think it would get confusing if I started talking about all of this here, but then I tried to pitch that audience this because if that audience is is largely people who are not musicians or just like don't necessarily care about this stuff. But then I try to pitch it to them. It could be confusing. Um, so that's why I think I want to keep it separate. I will. Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely let you guys know when I do it. Um, yeah, I definitely will. And I should like, I'm really feeling, I'm really feeling like I said, I want to do it soon, but I just, I don't want to start teasing music that I have no intention of releasing soon. And then, you know, it's like, God forbid it takes off. And then people are like, you need to release this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I don't want that to happen. So uh, I keep procrastinating just so that I, I don't know, like until I like have a little, until I'm like a little bit more ready or just like have a little bit more time. So maybe in like May or June because we're launching the audience builder in May. So maybe after that launch, because then it's just not, it's not gonna be as intense in terms of work stuff that I have to do. Um, and I will probably have a little bit more time to like write and to be able to actually manage two accounts and things like that. So I'll see, I'll see, I'll see, I'll see, I'll see. Um, but yeah, okay, I'm glad that it makes sense. Um, I'm glad that it makes sense. Yeah, so that's, uh, and it's different for everyone because like some people, um, some people, one of my clients, she's a musician and she also teaches like music production and um, how to write songs. And so 
she keeps it all as one for now at least and i think that that makes sense for her because the audiences for both are like kind of similar but i just feel like the audiences for my stuff are really not similar like both are pretty specific and again could they be one sure but it just might get a little confusing and end up kind of diluting both points like if i tried to pitch a course to everyone it could get lost because a lot of people don't care you know what i mean similarly if i try to do a bunch of like lifestyle and i try to do a bunch of um you know I, I, i'm getting hot <laughs> operation get hot on this account i feel like people would be like i follow you for music industry tips like okay don't necessarily care about your getting hot journey i mean th now don't get me wrong there's definitely um there's definitely a level of personal content that is important like it's important to talk about i think it's important to talk about things that go beyond just tips and tricks like i try to incorporate that here and there into my platform because it, it helps people connect more with me um and i'm not just like some boring like unapproachable um you know guru bullshit because i'm not <laughs> and that's that is bullshit um so personal content and stuff like that is important but again know your audience like does my audience want to hear about that i think that would alienate them a little bit too much so um so yeah i i and this is where again i think a lot of people i've seen a couple people on tiktok kind of be like just do whatever you want and like sure you could i could i'm, I'm sure it would all work out somewhat fine but i'm just trying to be really um i'm just trying to be really thoughtful about who I'm attracting where and like what my end game is. Because ultimately with this platform, like my end game is for you guys to get the educational help that you need in on the music industry front. Oh yeah, my like my end game is very specific here. I want you guys to get the help and the educational content that you want. Whereas uh, on a different platform, it would be more community building again for a different audience. And my end game there would probably be to like share my own music and any ventures that are more about like me as a person versus like me as a coach. You feel me? So yeah, I thought a lot about this. I'm still thinking a lot about this, <laughs> but thank you all for joining me today and bringing your presence and your comments and your energy i always appreciate it it was so much fun chatting with you i will definitely let you know if and when i create a separate account <laughs> if you want to follow me there um and i hope if you didn't already take the archetype quiz go take it let me know what you are comment on like any of the million videos i have about it on my profile um and then feel free to come back at any time and ask questions Share your progress with me. Let me know your wins. All of that juicy stuff because I definitely want to hear from you. All right, guys. I'm going to hop off. I will talk to you later. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.